0: what up y'all oh my god god damn we're the brothers mike hill made it and darth Helius, bringing you the smoothest game of thrones content ooh so smooth you're listening to tales from the shadow 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 tower Tower. brought to you by friends at man gossip we're bringing you theories Theories. predictions, predictions episode breakdown everything you want we got it so sit back relax and enjoy our sexy voices you're gonna like what you hear What is crack everyone? We are back. We are back. Uh, you know what it is, you know what it is. You're fucking with the brothers. I am Mike it,
1: And I am Darth Helius. And
0: you're listening to the greatest podcast that ever was or will be about Game of Thrones, Tales from the Doesn't Shadow Tower. Tower. Uh, brought to you by our friends at Man Gossip. Like I said, we're just two we're just a couple guys being dudes. It's just a couple a couple of dudes being guys. Out here getting it. And uh, as you know, or of course, the latest episode of Game of Thrones just dropped. The last of the Starks.
1: The last of the Starks.
0: This was a very uh, tumultuous episode. Yeah, is a very polarizing.
1: This is a polarizing episode. Um, I've, I've heard arguments from on both sides of the aisle about how good or bad this show, this episode was. And
0: for me, it was after I saw it. Obviously, I was like, "Great episode." And then I started thinking about it and thinking about it and rewatched it. Of course, and I haven't done nothing but stop thinking about this episode for no, for numerous reasons, and I'm just gonna say it now, for me, this was
1: probably one of the probably the worst Game of Thrones episode I've seen. Which is like the complete opposite of I'm pretty much the hype beast of of this season right now, so... And don't get me I th- wrong. I think this is a great episode. Don't get me wrong. When I say the worst episode I've seen, I, I'm saying I give it a 7 out of 10. Yeah, there's a difference between like an actual bad episode yeah, there, of, no, Game no, of, th- of Game of Thrones and then like an actual bad right. episode of TV. The, yeah, this was a, hu- a, a huge difference. This is still
0: trumps any other TV show or episode, TV episode I've ever seen before. But you know, normally I'd give Game of Thrones like an 8 out of 10, 9 out of 10. This for me was a 7 out of 10. And it was a lot of reasons. <laughs> it's mainly how it made me feel. Which might be, you know, you know, kudos to Benioff and Wise for that. But it's just, you know, this episode had a very foreboding nature for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just Ooh, got. Yeah. Super. I, I feel like we're going to name this episode of the podcast Murphy's Law because everything bad that can happen has yeah. happened
1: to Danny. It- Literally, and since she came to Westeros, everything has gone wrong. And it's just it, it kind of sucks the to, for it to unfold this way. Just because
0: for me and everybody who mm-hmm. listens listens to this podcast and knows, I ride for my Khaleesi. We, we
1: we fucks with Danny. Yeah,
0: we I fucks with her to the highest tier, and just to see what they're doing to her, and it's just it's almost like a tragedy. And I'm, I feel bad because as lame as this sounds, I feel like a connection with this character. <laughs> like she's my favorite, and. It ju- it just kinda sucks. I'm getting that like foreboding nature of like the
1: w- the red wedding. Oh yeah, for sure. So- something bad is for sure about to happen. They're 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 setting the tone for to to, to quote my man Davos, bad things are coming. A lot Very of bad things are bad, coming. Bad bad things are coming. And it's I like, feel it.
0: It's it's more so that or well, for me, I'm seeing everything fall apart in front of her. And we yeah, all see we're, it falling yeah, we're apart. Watching, yeah. And the way it's falling apart, though, the crazy thing, it all is making sense. Like, not, maybe not to some people, but the way everything is reacting, everything kind of falling into place, it makes sense.
1: Which makes yeah. it worse. <laughs> yeah, you just gotta, you gotta think about it as how you would, if you were her in her situation, how would you deal with it? And a lot of the stuff that she's going through now... I feel like a lot of us would probably have the same type of reactions, it,
0: And and at this point, you given know... the context. You know, I know we're kind of jumping ahead. We've, we haven't even gotten yeah. to
1: the start of the episode.
0: <laughs> but it's, you know, at this point, she's lost everything. She has a reason to want to burn down the Sept. And, not the Sept, the, you know, King's Landing. But it's just, it, it kind of hurts me. And that's the reason I've been thinking about this. And, you know, if anything, how Game of Thrones treats its characters. Ned Stark in the first season. All yeah. the Starks in the season... Season four, it's just like anyone
1: can get got at any time.
0: Anybody can get got, and Danny's about to get got. But the way that she's going out just breaks my heart. But um, it's a tragedy. It's, it is. It's an absolute tragedy. That's what makes it worse. That's what makes it worse. It's, a, it it's
1: worse. a literary and and actual tra- tragedy.
0: But we're gonna just get right into it. Um, This is uh, episode number four of the season, Last of the Starks, uh, directed by David Nutter, Mm -hmm. I believe. Yeah, David Nutter. Um, So, immediately at the start of the episode, we get into, uh, we immediately see uh, Jorah's dead body. Mm -hmm. Um, And along with Mm -hmm. this, we see not only Jorah's, but obviously everybody who's fallen at the Battle of Winterfell and the Long Night. And one thing, there are so So many many funeral
1: Like, there are a ton, like, it just, like you said, it starts off with Jorah, and it just pans up, you know, Jorah, we see Liana, we see Theon, and then we see... I mean, this had to have taken, like, days to do. There's, there's, no, yeah, way, there's definitely no way this days was... Of days yeah. of work after. That's
0: why yeah. I wondered, you know, how long after the battle did this take place?
1: Let's assume um, this took two weeks, because there's a lot of dead bodies on, on all these funeral pyres. It's crazy. Yeah.
0: And it's a very it's a very emotional scene. It's a very te- uh, tenebrous mood, and throughout Winterfell, and... John gives one of the greatest speeches. Great speech. The gravitas this man has,
1: mm. and y'all still slander this man's height. And you can like, you could hear in his voice, like like his voice was cracking, like during parts of it, like he was emotional giving this speech. And like
0: during this during the speech, he even mixes in some words from uh, the Nice Wash mm-hmm. vow. I believe it it goes something around. Um, you know, we'll never see their likes again. Yeah, they were the shields
1: that guarded the realms of men.
0: And it, it, he says, he also goes on and says it's it's their duty to, to remember the sacrifices the honest, they made, yeah. which kind of mm. made me think. Suppose Cersei does win. Everything that happened in the Battle of Winterfell
1: is going to be lost to history, right? I would assume that Cersei will probably take credit for that. When all this is done, like oh yeah, I sent my armies north to defeat the White Walkers and then and, and defeated the Usurper.
0: That made me think, because as as the beginning, you know how it she'll shows it this
1: the spinning star
0: with uh, it kind of shows the history of uh, Westeros. Mm-hmm. I was wondering if Cersei wins, how what would she spin to make make her look like the good guy? But I don't yeah. know.
1: Yeah, um, she would for sure <laughs> put that in in some light of how she heroically defeated the the dragons come again and the the usurper queen. Mad King's daughter come again and defeated her and the White Walkers at the same time. Some bullshit. Yeah. She make her seem make herself seem like the actual like god figure. And and everybody
0: in this scene, you know, looks like they went ten rounds with the Hulk. Uh, they, everybody's yeah. obviously obviously seen up. better days yeah. in
1: Winterfell. So we immediately jump to the to the Great Hall scene. Oh, um, actually, um, um, during during the while they're you know doing this funeral pyre and everything. We we actually said so we get confirmation that yes, Ghost is alive. He he made it through. Ghost is alive. Yes, we do like, get that confirmation. Which I don't. Very hurt, very beat up. Yeah. I don't understand how he made it out. I don't, I don't either. I don't because he was all types. He was missing like half of his ear. Like his face was slashed up. It was it was crazy. And um, see who else? Um, what uh, Theon also. We, we um we get a little scene with uh, Sansa and Theon. Very it was a very and, nice scene. She pins yeah. the uh, the Stark. The Stark direwolf on his mm-hmm. chest, and mm-hmm. he goes out as Theon Stark. So it was, was yeah, kind of like nice he, to see Yeah, his story came came around full circle, which is crazy because I went from not liking Theon because he's an asshole to really not liking Theon because he betrayed the Starks to not giving a fuck about what happened after him with Theon come, like, well with Ramsay come, like, well he, he got what he got, whatever, fuck him. To now I'm like, you know what? This dude came all the way back around now. Now now, 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 now fuck with Theon. He's a good man. man. That, was, that, was, that was some good writing right there. I don't care what anyone says about the writing between seasons one through four and five through now. Like, for at least for Theon's character arc, that was some great writing. So we, we're in the great hall. Everybody, obviously, is getting drunk as mm-hmm. fuck as they should because they just defeated the dead. Well, it's, it starts um. off with a very somber mood. Like, everyone's sitting there drinking and whatnot, but there's, like, no music playing. There's a little bit of chatter. It's mostly just people just... Drinking and getting drunk, and
0: and of course, Gendry has only one thing on his mind: where the mm. fuck is Arya?
1: Because he's yeah. trying to get it in. He's trying to get that assassin cookie, bro. <laughs> yeah, I heard it's the best. Yeah, she <laughs> probably did some crazy stuff. Like, if you no, think about thinking
0: it, about it, how Arya is, she probably did some crazy. She probably shit. pulled off
1: some crazy moves on this dude. And he was like, he got his mind all types of flipped up.
0: And the Hound kind of calls him out. He says something, something around um, the bodies are still burning. You can still smell the bodies. You have one thing in your mind. He's like, no, that's not it. I just want to, you know, thank her for saving everybody. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm sure you do. Yeah, I'm sure you do, bro. I'm sure you do. you <laughs> fucking. And good. as Gendry gets up to go get some cookie, <laughs> Danny immediately calls him out.
1: Gendry, that that's it, right? And everybody stops. Everyone upstairs. stops. And is like, oh shit, it's about to go down. And like you think, like there's like the way like the line of questioning that she starts off with. You're like, is she is she really about to call this dude you're, out? You're Robert and, Baratheon's uh, bastard son. Um, you know he he
0: killed my father and and took our throne. He's like, I, I didn't know him. I, I just knew I just found out after he was dead. He's like, and his brothers are dead. and Does Anyone know who
1: the Lord of Storm's End is? And the and whole time, just, everybody
0: thought, you know, she's about to be a bitch.
1: And then, boom, gives him a lordship. I name you Lord of Storm's End. Because you are, you are now Gendry Baratheon. Because and, I have made you that way. That she, was a tight scene. She, yeah, she, she made sure that's to a, mention that. That's a queen move. Because I have made you that way. Show, show, just making sure everyone knows that, yeah, Arya and, and everyone else up here are heroes. But so you know where the true power is, that's me. It resides where I say it resides. And everybody's
0: kind of looking around, making it awkward. But thank God for Davos for cutting yeah. this tension. Cause he gets up here, here, Gendry, Gendry Baratheon. If Storm's in, and then that and everyone cheers is when the party
1: starts. That's when everyone starts. So that's what all they right, need. They need a right. little kickoff. Yeah, they, they yeah, need something to was. get it kicked off. Cause before it looked like the most miserable affair you could possibly be at. Then after that little toast, and then people start, all right, yeah, let's let's start, start getting really figured out. At that point when the Danny party now. Uh,
0: made when at that point when Danny made Gendry a lord, she was playing the Game of Thrones. Finally, the the political scheming and everything. That was a perfect move, cause even Tyrion kind of kind of like looks and says, "Oh, the Stormlands, a valuable ally someday." And he says, "See, you're not, the- you're not the only one that's clever." Oh, and- there's, a,
1: there's actually um one thing I, ma- I wanted to mention about um when, we, when we transition to the, uh, to the Great Hall, the first scene that we, the first little shot that we get, it shows uh John in between Sansa and and uh, Daenerys, and it like holds on that shot for a second, and you see John looking over at Danny. I'm thinking like maybe that's some type of like foreshadowing. For and which comes up again later in the episode of him choosing Danny over his over the Stark family. I just, I just, you know, something that that popped into my mind. I feel like th- th- it comes up again later in the episode, and it's just some, some more foreshadowing of like what John's like true goal is. So Sansa immediately notices
0: Danny playing the Game of Thrones and is like, what the fuck she obviously is a smart chick because back in the day obviously when she was a little bird she wouldn't know sh- shit that's going on but she notices she notices this shit. and everyone at the uh, at the high table looks visibly shook when they do like the pan around the room um because we get after this we get a lot of the meetups we get uh, i believe at this point Tyrion and davos actually have their little meeting mm-hmm. and
1: yeah they're like talking about the lord of light and um uh, like um davos is saying how melisandre came up to the north and you know did her magic and then you did you know did her thing and then left afterwards and like he's saying how oh yeah we we fight his war and win and then afterwards he fucks off like no blessings no no message no nothing like what well, like was it all bullshit and like it, it comes back to it what com- we were saying last week like is it all bu- like is that is that whole thing the whole whole Azora high prince promises, promise is all that bullshit
0: i think and we kind of get into this part the reason i think maybe that scene had gotten brought up like when he says the lord I told him to fuck off i think the way that the way that the show is ending should end the way it did only qualm i have with it maybe the long night battle for winterfell should happen at the finale of season seven so mm-hmm. we get a little more build up so to yeah, this to this so then we have but, a full six
1: episodes yes, to deal with right. cersei
0: Because I think, because like we talked about Darth Elias, it's it would be hard to make a TV show in on some type of existential crisis, Like, um, like you know, like the White Walkers, yeah. Something
1: like something on like prophecies and something so deep and like metaphysical, as you know, somebody seeing a prophecy from a thousand years ago, like you know, uh, what's we looking for, um, seeing some type of prophetic vision, of somebody doing something heroic or talking about. The myths and legends from ten yeah, thousand years. Tyrion ago. even touches on like, this a little bit with a quote in season seven. He was like, "White Walkers and Night King, and people's
0: minds aren't built for problems that big. Yeah, it's, exactly. it's, it's easy finding comfort in a, a monster we all know, like my like my sister. So it kind of well, makes sense. Yeah, like it just ma- it does make just sense. to end the season on the White Walkers and you know." A, um, a simile or a metaphor for Azor it would be kind of difficult so it's, Cersei's it's... always been you know the white winter's always been coming but Cersei's always been that physical
1: one who's been in the show who we've grown to hate and it's very easy to do that in, in a book to have something like like the White Walkers and the Night King even though the, the Night King isn't a character in the book having something something supernatural and metaphysical like that have that be the ending ending fight in the book mm-hmm. that would make sense because it's, it's written out you can imagine it in your mind but for to try and picture that on, on like on TV and visualize that, like, of be, course, people have different tough. different interpretations of how uh, things should go.
0: But everyone at the high table, like we were saying, is visibly fractured. Um, Tyrion's kind of making his rounds, and we do get like a small Tyrion Brand scene. Um, and one thing I wanted to point out, Bran, uh Tyrion says, "That's a that's very clever. I like your your wheelchair." And Brandon says, uh, "His chair was made by Damon Targaryen or Darren, Darren Tar- Targaryen,"
1: and for his crippled nephew 120 years ago so
0: he knows all that shit but can't help them now you <laughs> yeah. know all the knowledge in the world but you're going back to look at a wheelchair i mean i don't know that's what yeah. i'm thinking is the brand line is the brain storyline do we get all that build up for him to be the three-eyed raven just to kind of cut it out the show cuz i feel like the one that's the one thing i had a problem with episode yeah, because they built up the three-eyed raven at least to be mm-hmm. so much more like all right he's going to be the trump card he has he's almost as strong as a dragon you know maybe he's going to war i don't know and it's just you know i feel like all right we get him we use him kinda and then
1: yeah maybe brand's just, just uh, part of that line. since he is like so closely tied to the night king now that the night king story is over there's no there's no real point to having brand within within the series anymore. Although now it sucks because again, like Brand has the memory of everything and can and can see what's gonna happen. But so he should be able to help out and like we're gonna get to later in the episode, like
0: Yeah Can we get a scouting party or
1: something? Right, Perhaps? right. Again, I, and this is also <laughs> but, again,
0: I love I I like I like this episode. It was still it wasn't one of my favorites one, but like I said, mainly just because the way it made me feel throughout. Emotionally, um, then we get to uh, and and Sansa kind of get drawn to finally start drinking, mm-hmm. and John or John says, Vomiting is not celebrating, and Torment says, Yes, it is, which
1: it kind of is, honestly. Yeah, like, and, and then the, Torment
0: proceeds to chug a horn of ale like it's nothing, like
1: yeah, he more, he more like spilled it on his face, but, yeah, he kind of, but <laughs> you know, he, he did, his, he did his, his wildling chug. Uh,
0: after this happened, uh, John and Danny kind of get like a nice smile at each other, mm. like, are right, everything's gonna be okay? And Sansa notices the notices
1: this and looks visibly pissed and walks away. And I think that is twofold because we don't see Danny drinking her her uh her goblet. So I think one, Sansa is pissed because yeah, she can see that, you know, Danny actually really does love John. Like she's looking at him how you would mm-hmm. look at a loved one. But also the fact she's noticing that Danny isn't drinking. So she's thinking this bitch is pregnant
0: all right well even if she knows she's pregnant what is her malfunction at this point she Witch. just fought in the war like what's, and even, even, what's her deal i know they had that you know that one-on-one yeah. combo that didn't end too well but still she caught more bodies than sansa did on the battlefield she did way more to help for the for the War of the dawn than she yeah. did and even and
1: still she's throwing the shade even, i don't get it even Tyrion asked her like later on in the episode he says you seem determined to dislike her and which is true, like she's is very. She seems very yeah. determined to not be just, on just a, to, je- to not be on her side.
0: You know, jealousy is just love and hate at the same time. But damn, Sansa, and I and I've I've actually like grown to like Sansa, but she's actually really. I just don't understand what this what this is going on for this.
1: Well, now that the, um, now the Night King threat is done, like now now it's time for the new game, and Sansa is just doing her part, well, what she thinks she needs to do to play the game. So we do get a very key scene after
0: this. Um, and Tormund gives a great speech. Um, first and foremost, again, the Jon Slander needs to end. Yes, he's small. I guess, for whatever reason, y'all assume he's small. But this dude does not deserve it. He is Aegon
1: Targaryen. He, survived. he has survived since the beginning. Like absolutely. He's the only one here, still here. Him and Sam are the only ones still here from the beginning.
0: And one quote that I wanted to point out with that, um, with the scene It was, what kind of madman rides a dragon? Oh, I'm sorry. What kind of man rides a dragon? A madman or a king? And when they did this scene, when he said a madman, it was panned on Danny. And he said, or a king. And it went to John and it kind of zoomed out and had them both in there when they looked Mm -hmm. at each other
1: so one also during that scene you definitely see a starbucks cup just sitting on the oh table. my god <laughs> like, and
0: another reason why dude i i saw this someone sent me lou uh, i believe uh lou will you sent it to me and or maybe Tish. i don't know uh, either way i saw it and i was like are you kidding me the greatest show of all time has a fuck up this bad
1: like you couldn't have noticed that during filming or at the very least the editing, removed it in post or oh, like come on now. oh my god this episode was, <laughs> was absolutely crazy but I thought that was funny though it was, was funny, kind of man. funny
0: but I was, it just made me hate this not hate this but like dislike this episode a little bit more um but like I said like like Tormund said what kind of man rides a dragon a madman or a king and there's one quote that I wanted to pull up and it has to do with the Targaryen madness and it's uh King Jaehaerys once told me that madness and greatness are two sides of the same coin. Every time a Targaryen is born, he said, the gods toss the coin in the air and the world holds its breath to see what side it lands on. So I think I love it how they kind of did that. As soon as I saw that, I was, uh, I was thinking, oh, well, this bitch going
1: crazy. So she's obviously going to go mad. She, again, the way things have been set up for her, if she were to go mad queen, I don't blame her. Like, and I I do, with, I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. I do, but we're gonna I wanna see, it. see it. I feel it. I don't. I don't. Um, I don't know.
0: And then this is like we I get the first know. key oh. sign of it because after that happens, yeah, I, yeah. Danny looks out into the crowd. And by the way, Amelia Clark, amazing facial acting. Give this yeah. woman an Emmy. I love you, marry me.
1: Mm. And and like you, yeah, you you hear the music like it gets her like lively and an upbeat to like real like low and real and like calm and somber. And she's just like looking around. You can just tell she's like, what the fuck are all these guys doing? And then you see Varys on the side. He's the, he's people the, the look
0: she gives at that point, I'm thinking, okay, I see it. But what I don't understand is because she has to remember, at least when I'm when I'm watching it, I'm thinking, All right, you're in the north. These people are hard, they don't trust outsiders. You just have to you just have to, you know, realize that. They're not gonna accept you just because you're not from there. So it's okay to feel isolated. It might hurt a little bit just because, you know. Her her whole council was kind of fractured. Tyrion's off, you know, doing his partying. But I don't understand why Danny was upset at this point. You guys just fought the craziest battle of all time. Everybody needs to to, to let loose, and she's kind of noticing all this attention that
1: Jon's getting and realizing none of these people have looked at me the same way. I mean, this is also you got to remember this is the North too. This is the the largest section of the of Westeros. So if she doesn't have the North on her side, then she's. <laughs> I, she's I just, really, really. I fucked. just feel like I,
0: in that scene, you can sit, you can tell she just looks alone. Yeah, yeah she looks um, ve- very, much. She's very much alone. And in like, that, you, in that like you said, Varys immediately notices and looks very visually worried. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, I can see how she, I, I can understand how she can feel alone. But you know, they did they did just come come together. They did just win this battle. Um, but whatever. Um, and then we kind of get to the next scene. It, it's uh, Tyrion and Jamie with Pod and, mm-hmm. and Brienne. And they're playing this drinking game. Tyrion always fucking plays that never
1: ever ends well. Yeah, it, it, it really never ends well for anyone. That'd but be- they're they're there. They're having they're having fun at first anyway. They're having fun because you see Brienne like this is only. I promise you, this is probably the second time that we've seen her smile like this. Yeah, I've never In the entire seen entire D- oh, sorry. I've never seen Brienne like, smile like that. She had the same smile when she got knighted, and then the same smile this time. And, like she has a beautiful smile, which she is crazy. Gwendolyn Gwendolyn Stacey. Gwendolyn Gwendolyn Christie. Gwendolyn Christie. She baby. has an absolutely beautiful smile. We actually get to see it. Like in in full form for more than ten seconds this time, and they're you know they're they're having a and a, Tyrion a good obviously old time here. ruins the game again
0: and says you're a virgin, which,
1: I mean we all we all we assumed. all knew we all assumed anyway <laughs> we within, all surmised yeah we, as, as Jamie would say he surmised I mean, we uh, we could all like have guessed that but it's not something that came up and of course Brienne is you know. visibly. Embarrassed about by this, so she has to. Yeah, well, t- then yeah, she gets out.
0: up and says she has to take. And then piss. of course, like, torment <laughs> comes in again, shooting shots
1: left and right. And then like when when Tyrion says when tyrian says that to Brand, you see pot immediately go and chug his, his whole thing. And and like you just and said, Tormund like, comes Torm- up Tormund and comes
0: she up. he he says something on, along the lines of "We did it." Now, which one of you fuckers shit my pants? <laughs> <laughs>
1: That was hilarious. Uh, all time, yeah, Torment. I don't know why people didn't laugh at that. That was, that was hilarious. I think a lot of people laughed at that, because I mean, he was, of course, because he shit his own pants because was scared as fuck. Yeah, all, as, as you should be. It's, and, like and that, th- it's like that pirate joke, you know? <laughs> <laughs> give my,
0: give me my brown pants. Uh, and after that, after that, obviously, Bran wasn't obviously didn't think yeah. that was funny. So she just like, and yeah, this is gets, getting just awkward. I'm just gonna bail. Torment attempts to go after his girl, but Jamie's like. I
1: got it, but I I got, I got you cuz like (laughs) you, 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 hang back. I got you. And this is when we get the first heartbreak of the episode. This dude is absolutely fucking heartbroken. And actually before we even see that, like he's looking at pod as, as they're walking off, he's looking at pod after, after of course, Tyrion like fills up his drink. He's like tough times, dude, here, drink up and bails. And then you see pod looking at him and he just gives him that, that awkward pod smile and and Tormund just has the same face on him the entire time, looking back and forth between everyone, and then walks off. So he's just he's a, he is no. confusion at this point. And then Pod he there's a as soon as he walks off there's a girl behind him starts smiling at him, and Pod is ready to go to work.
0: Um, and then we see we see Tormund bawling his eyes Balling out, his eyes out, and is trying to be and is wanting to be consoled by the hound.
1: Who is First not of all, what makes, think, Tormund, Tormund, what makes
0: you think Tormund? Torment, what makes you think he wants to hear that bullshit?
1: At <laughs> <As> anybody? <laughs> and the Hound was not happy. He looked the most, probably the most miserable he's been in a long, long time hearing that from Tormund.
0: Uh But Tormund actually immediately gets a rebound because a girl immediately says to Tormund, <laughs> "I'm not afraid of wildlings." Maybe and should be. Dips <laughs> out and 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 right, does his. Does, go uh, <laughs> he, they go and do what grown folk do when they drink. Mm-hmm
1: um and again the hound wasn't having any of torment the, or any of yeah because the,
0: the hound tells these these winches to go to go fuck off uh, one thing i wanted to point out is this is sansa starting the, also to play the game but she's being yeah. very little fingered yeah, because like, she,
1: she definitely sent those girls over to please them for sure for sure like this is her again playing the game and playing that how she's learned from people like Littlefinger and Cersei and Ramsay.
0: One thing I wanted to point out. Remember, I just said though Pod uh, was a girl behind mm-hmm. him in that scene the, when Sansa's walking up. You see yeah. Pod in the background with two chicks. Yeah,
1: leading. He's, he's he's locking to himself and down three. Sex sons.
0: god, this Pod everybody. out here Yo, work, as you dude, should
1: be. You just survived death. This dude like, is the Westerosi version of Barney. Go out mm-hmm. here and create life now. What, what's the playbook,
0: man? Whatever it is, draw it up. He's got Do it. it. Um, go and it. Sansa, you know, goes in and says something like uh you know they could have made you happy for a little while and the hound obviously says only one thing makes me happy sansa like, then they go back and forth but mm-hmm. what's that and he just snaps at her and says that's my fucking business
1: oh okay. like, my, my,
0: my bad. bad guy my bad I'm just
1: trying to make conversation they're yeah, right? chilling like, um whoa. but they
0: each of them make really good points in this conversation um a hound says you know if you would have left with me none of the bad things that would happen to you would have happened not joffrey not ramsay none of it And Sansa rebuttals, which is very true, Sansa rebuttals and says, if I would have went with you, um, I would have stayed a little bird forever, which is very true. Although she took probably the worst path to get back to Winterfell, um, but it was worth it because, as you can see in this season, she's obviously – it's obviously come to fruition.
1: But if you think about it, though, if you were to leave with the Hound and go north, then maybe she's at Winterfell at the time when – the uh, yeah, ironborn yeah. come and take over Winterfell
0: or she's at the red, the red yeah. wedding when the stars get murdered
1: yeah so she she does a lot of bullets actually. even though she should have gone with the Hound she could have either ended up with Ramsey a lot sooner and mm-hmm. probably gotten killed a whole lot sooner or just been at the red wedding during that time and mm-hmm. got either, way, been murdered. Yeah.
0: either way everything you've done has led you to to where you need to be or maybe uh, the Hound would have been so. there
1: to save her at the red wedding who knows no, because the house at no, Arya, no. and they got there too
0: late. Yeah, that's true, and he um, wanted to know Arya. Then we no. have the next mm. scene, the next heartbreak scene. Um, Gendry, obviously, like I said, he's yeah. looking, you know. Gendry, you know Gendry's, looking
1: Gendry's, Gendry's feeling himself right now. He's like, all right, like, I just survived death. I just got fucking named Lord of Storms and I've been legitimized. I'm about to go ahead and get my bitch. Let's get this.
0: And he, he when he runs into Arya, she's again shooting arrows. And dude pulls up from like, half court immediately gets down on you after one night
1: confesses his whole heart like like gives her his entire heart like here this is for you i want you to have it all
0: like bro have you ever been on a mm. date this dude's like michael Scott proposing in, uh, after yeah. the
1: first week like come on dude like man they have some feel have some wherewithal but again arya probably did some stuff to him that he's never had before probably never will have again Yeah, he, he knows what he, kno- he knows yeah, he knows he knows what he knows what he's getting into with that. you know he had a good woman on the hook and um, didn't want to didn't want to lose her
0: and again arya he she kind of consoles him and makes him feel cuz he, he she goes down kisses him bring him back up and says that's not me. I'm mm-hmm. I'm not a lady I never I never was mm-hmm. never will be. And it's kind it's kind of yeah. cool. All right, she's still sticking with her convictions. Yeah, she obviously a... feels for this dude, but it's kind of
1: comical. After she rejected
0: mm-hmm. his wedding repo- proposal, immediately um, goes yeah. back to
1: shooting arrows. Like no hesitation just like, yeah, that's not me. Sorry. And then immediately like he hasn't even like processed her saying no before she lets off another arrow.
0: Yeah, it, it, she's an assassin badass. It's what we expect. Honestly, mm. I was I'm surprised she even did all that, but um and then we get the Brienne and Jamie sex scene. Um Jamie obviously hammered talking talking, you know, yada yada. But Alex, what did you think? What did you think about the scene? I thought it was just kind of fan service. You know, everybody's been waiting for these two people to get together, so fuck it, let's do it. Everybody's having sex.
1: I mean, I I liked it cuz um I heard a a review from some from I can't remember who who I heard this from now, but it was also um, something. These two have had these like these feelings for each other, like deep down and like don't really know how to mm-hmm. express them, and now they have, actually have a chance to express them. They're being very awkward with each other. I because, wasn't. I don't. I
0: don't, I wasn't. I I didn't care about the awkwardness mm-hmm. of the scene. That I didn't care. I just thought it was put because as you know, later in the episode when he you know he dips out, I feel like they did that just because everybody wanted that to happen because if you think about it that that real that scene really didn't need to be in there if he dipped out later
1: but i understand i understand where you're coming from but i also do think that this is a thing throughout the entirety not just the show but also from the books too that love in general the concept of love in this show has never worked ever out. worked out like i'll give an example big probably biggest example Rob Stark married Talisa for for love instead of one of the Frey girls. What happened?
0: Every his whole family the red wedding.
1: Um, What else? Uh, Drogo and, and Danny. They they were in love with each other. And what happened, what happened well, to them? She was getting raped first, and then Wait, she fell no, in love that's, with that. That's true. I so, mean, there's, there's a, which also there, there was I a never roundabout. really got that yeah. point either. But there was a whatever. roundabout way to them falling in love, but they were in love with each other. Mm-hmm. And then what happened to them? He gets poisoned by well, a witch.
0: Love is a might be a strange mm-hmm. concept in the world of Game of Thrones, but one thing's for sure that night, there are gonna be a lot of bastards born.
1: Yeah. Everybody was getting in yeah. that night, for yeah. real, as they should yes. be.
0: That's that's the party of the century right there.
1: Yeah, after that toast, then it got yeah, it got on yeah. a popping of people out there drinking, getting figgity, making babies,
0: and then we get the uh, which is a very important scene in the whole show, uh, the John Danny scene. Mm-hmm. Danny comes in, and asks, "Are you drunk?" They almost get the sexy time, um, get, and he says, "He says not quite, no, only no." Well, <laughs> Little, that that was the the johnniest <laughs> sounding John on any of any any of the seasons. Like yeah. he that was quintessential. That was like an impersonation of John doing
1: John <laughs> Snow.
0: Honestly, I mean, he was um, hammered. But I feel like one thing I liked about this scene, though, I feel like they are Benioff and Wise are doing all they can to show. All right, these two people genuinely love each other.
1: They, they really do. They
0: do love because even even um, even Danny touches on them, touches on it, and says. And I,
1: I, I love Jorah, but I I never loved him like I love you. Not the way he loved me, but I could never love him the way he loved me, or the way I love you. Is that all right? And then of course they start yeah. making out until they
0: kind of they kind of start finally getting into it. All right, bet. And then they remember that they're
1: uh, aunt and nephew. Yeah, like oh, John's like oh wait, you're my aunt. That's weird. <laughs> Shit. And
0: I feel like at this point Danny is like very not jealous but i guess when she says when she says I saw, I saw the way they look at you no one up here has looked at me that way and i know because the only last time someone looked at me it was overseas and this kind of brought up um maybe a flashback to season 1 when Viserys said the same thing to Jorah when when she when Jorah says to Viserys she's a true Khaleesi today and he mm, tries to go uh, steal the yeah, eggs, and they—they they never looked at me. Now they never gave me an, an, an ounce or uh, even a look of respect that they gave her. And he's trying to get bolting. That him. is and true. Again, at that—that was that was Viserys's cracking point too, because that's when he's like, "All right, he—he went full Targaryen madness, tried to take the eggs, and and dipped, and then you know got crowned with a bunch of gold."
1: Which Dope is why I saint. don't think that Danny will go full Mad Queen because she because she knows where where she knows where that leads exactly she knows knows she's seen it
0: before she's that's what i'm saying the way that they're portraying her kind of doesn't make sense it's because of where she came from from knowing her brother probably what because she even she even brought up in the earlier seasons about the targaryen madness Mm -hmm. and about viserys so i
1: feel like if she's that aware of it why would she go down that rabbit hole well, again, like the the circumstances that she finds herself in, right, keep, right. keep leading her down that rabbit <laughs> down hole, that rabbit right? hole. <laughs> it's kind of it's, it's, it's suck, crazy. It's so it sucks for her. Um, but during this speech,
0: she makes so many fucking valid points. Mm-hmm. Um, even if you don't want the throne, John, they're they're gonna they people are gonna seek you out to to press your claim. You know, you didn't want it, want the north, and they gave you a crown. As long as there is a male Targaryen heir in the in the Seven Kingdoms. Danny's claim is pretty much mute. Mute. It's doesn't. It's fugazi. Fugazi. Fairy dust. It doesn't
1: exist. You know. And and John is naive enough to believe that that it won't. John. Like oh like doesn't matter like because I love you which I do believe like what when he's saying that you're my queen and I love you like I I do believe he means that but he's also still naive enough to think that oh yeah because I love you and because I said that I'm gonna mm -hmm. do this it doesn't matter what you think
0: it's it what it matters what's battle, gonna fucking happen, and yeah. she pretty much outlines everything that's gonna happen. She says, uh, "If Sansa and Arya find out, Sansa will see you on the throne and, and me dead." Um, Which and
1: is what immediately happened. Immediately Sansa. happened in the very next scene. And it's
0: yes. and it's and I feel for Danny too because she's working her whole life for this. She's been she's worked in Marine and in. Everything she's worked to to get These to this point, twenty only to, ima- years to imagine working your whole life for a job that you're overqualified to get, only to lose it to a guy just because he's a guy. Yeah, is who just found out a week ago, right? <laughs> and it just it, it would so like her ultimatum that she gives him makes sense. It she she's pretty much saying either you you don't tell anybody and we can work out, or you tell anybody and this is over. So who are you gonna pick? Um. And it's kind of fucked up. I feel like that she's giving him, like she's saying, you know how this would work, but it also I mean, she has
1: no other option. Yeah, she she gives him the ultimatum. Like, look, you can't tell anyone because this is how it has to go. If, I, if I'm gonna be queen and rule the seven kingdoms, you need to shut your fucking mouth.
0: And you know, like I said, like before, I mean, it's not like you know losing to just some guy. John is obviously not just some guy. You know, he's obviously an amazing. The, other than other than he's honestly probably more qualified danny but it's just because of everything he's done but that's not the point that i made yeah. that's not the point mm-hmm. i'm just saying he does not even all right anyways um <laughs> so like i said danny pretty much outlined how the rest of the three episodes are going to go with everybody in winterfell and everybody else around westeros plotting to, to you know to get her off the throne and then you know john says you know i owe them the truth and danny says even even if the truth destroys us i mean
1: i feel like this is very reminiscent of the promise me Ned scene yeah here's a here's a here's a hot take uh is john that betrayal for love that that danny suffers at the end of this john's been saying this entire time he wants, he doesn't it. want power he doesn't want power he doesn't so, want power so maybe Yet john's the one that him.
0: kills her you think
1: maybe not kills her but maybe at this point he's like you know what fuck it if Poggy's getting thrust upon me, I'm gonna actually reach out and take the, it. The
0: now. thing is, I'm looking at it as honestly, John is the only person that can save
1: her. John's yeah. the only one that can pull her out of this rabbit hole. So, is it? But is John it, is. How, how is John gonna act? He's enabling the fuck out of her right now. So what, what he's doing now is not helping. He needs to be the the stern Stark that he is, and um, set some groundwork down mm. because right now he's just like, oh yeah, like you're you're the queen. We're gonna do it. We're gonna do what you say. So, but at the end, actually, at the end of the scene, like Danny is obviously begging. Like she said, she's never begged for anything in her life. And John Which is again, very reminiscent of Viserys in season one, mm-hmm, who mm-hmm. was called the Beggar King, right? And now we get Danny here as the Beggar Queen, but begging, she, yeah. someone not to tell her secret. And John again
0: tries to comfort her and says, "You are my queen. Nothing will change that. Um, and they are my family. We can live together. I know. I just told you how. And then bails right, like." Thing is, like I, I know bitch that. is how we're gonna do it. Yeah, this leave. ain't no guess is how it's gonna bait. <laughs> uh and her but her facial expression changed
1: like that. Yeah, like she went, she went from, from crying to like to like hopeless girl to like oh shit. Like, no, nah, I'm back to being the queen now. Yeah, Listen yeah, you don't play that shit. Bow down.
0: Um But do you think I think kinda at that scene, at the at the end of that scene, John is realizing, hmm, yo. She yeah. she she flipped emotions at the at the drop of a hat. What's going on with that? <laughs> I think she kinda notices a change in Danny, maybe. I mean he, he's also drunk at this point too. So
1: he is drunk. I forgot because yeah. we're never I don't think John's yeah. ever been drunk. Um not but, like this and not, not like not like this in a while anyway. He ain't he ain't been this drunk in a, in a minute. So we get the we get the next
0: scene, we get the war council meeting. Mm-hmm. Um and Vera says the odds are pretty much even at this yeah, point, they, which so, is very good to hear because I thought it was at least three to one favorite Cersei yeah, at this point.
1: I was thinking that they might be left with like maybe 10,000, 15,000 or so soldiers left. But apparently they only lost about half. Yeah. So So that's good. It's
0: relatively even. Like I said, I thought it'd be a 3-1 lead at this point. And Tyrion says, um, remember guys, the objective is to take King's Landing and keeping the Red Keep intact. For like the twelfth time, and Danny mm-hmm. just is looking at him with that Stone
1: Cold look, like nigga, don't sh- say shit. <laughs> like I don't want to hear that. All right, it's, it's not time to blow the sept. No, we're not. We're not gonna blow the sept up now. We're not. We're not. You know, raining fire on these people. We're actually trying to liberate them.
0: Um, and there is, you know, brings some I guess air quotes good news, saying they have good allies. Mm-hmm. Yara's taking back the Iron Islands in our queen's name, and the new Prince of Dorne has joined yeah. our cause. Who, Fucking sick, bro. Who are these yeah, people? Yeah. Who
1: who are the who's the new Prince of Dorne? Dorne. Right, like like, who? and also it's not. Yara took back the Iron Islands, yeah. But remember, Um, Eur- the, Euron pretty much took everyone who was <laughs> there and the and the Iron Fleet with him. Have you seen him. this fleet? So obviously you, y'all haven't. <laughs> so unless Yara repopulated that the whole of the Iron Islands in what two months, yeah. Then, um, doubt it. Doubt Sick. it. Sick.
0: We got Dorn in the Iron Islands.
1: And Great job, guys. Whoever, whoever um, the... I mean, of course, Dorne is Dorne is that. One of my favorite spots in all the Westeros, and the Martells are my favorite house. But who is the new Prince of Dorne?
0: Exactly. Um, but they again, uh, they kind of draw to the conclusion: maybe we should postpone a little bit. We just fought the War for the Dawn. This maybe is people true. Can
1: rest. We're, we're thinking at this point it's maybe what two, three, a month, maybe since at the max a month since since the since this. At, at Bible this point, game?
0: you can, t- and I understand why Danny doesn't want to wait because. She's thinking, all right, man, I just came up north at the drop at this, you know, flipped the switch, gave you half my armies to fight in a war that I didn't give a fuck. I postponed my destiny to save you guys. And now when I'm like, all right, let's go, you want to hold put, it off? Yeah, like, wait, not, no, 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 no. It sounds like
1: it obviously sounds like you guys you know, don't know me. It's not like you're trying to renege on a, on this contract. Dang, right. hey, what um, happened?
0: But I do think when I heard that, I I do think they should have postponed a little bit. Um they 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 just fought this war.
1: And I don't know. What do What do you think, Darth Elias? You know what? Who Who knows? Honestly, because if they do wait, then maybe that gives Cersei more time to fortify her. Because she's again, she's she's been fortifying her position and and her and her numbers. Maybe that gives her more time. She because she was already talking about giving Bronn um, mm-hmm. River Run again. Like the the Lannisters, they still hold River Run right now. Like they're still under their under their control. So maybe they could send some some people from River Run up north to to do, do some type of blockade uh, or something. I mean who like who who knows. Blockade, whatever. Yeah, who um who I knows, also
0: think it rubbed Danny the wrong way just because Sansa said it and they really ain't fucking with each other at this point. Yeah, but like because so. so,
1: yeah, but Sansa Going back to her Sansa, way like immediately just cuts in and like tries to undermine like what's going on. I'm like, yeah, and
0: she God. does have to realize. And Sansa, and Alex, I've I like the character you've grown into, but you still mm-hmm. have to realize this is the fucking queen.
1: Yeah. Imagine if some one of your lords were talking to you the way you're talking to her. How would you yeah, feel? Exactly, because re- remembers she's still at this point anyway. Pretty much third uh, in in this room. She's she's third in line because it's the queen, and John. then John is still at this point warden of the, of the north. north. And then she's Lady Winterfell. so you can't be speaking out loud like this. I mean, I again, I get it that she doesn't like she she doesn't like Danny, and I get she also like deserves. But to have why? A, like, yeah, why don't why, why don't, don't she, you like Danny like Sansa?
0: Like I feel, like, and I was listening to uh, actually OCC a little bit, and it, it maybe what they because uh, they, they, they kind of touched on this. Maybe the reason you know she's doing this maybe it's kind of like what they did last season aria and Sansa, where the whole season they're kind mm-hmm. of you no know, making you think oh they don't like each other but they're really working with each other
1: mm-hmm. maybe they're doing the same thing maybe. with this
0: i don't know i don't really see the point maybe but.
1: i kind of like that twist that they did it with uh with Arya and Sansa because yeah, you called that shit I, I called that so um i am not seeing it again
0: after this meeting Arya steps in is like yo bro we gotta have a talk <laughs> your girlfriend yeah like she, yeah, like,
1: she acting crazy we need to she even acting chat. crazy. That's what. Yeah, she's not. That's like, what. I, that's what blows my from mind. From their point of view, she acting crazy. At but. this,
0: up to this point, we we we've gotten hints of Danny's mad mad queenness, maybe, but she's still yet to do anything that has warranted any type of distrust or craziness. But um, anyway, I don't don't get their malfunction. And you know, John again comes to her rescue and says, "You realize that without her, we would all be fucking dead. Like without her, dragons, without her armies." You know, we would all be dead zombies marching down to King's Landing to take care of Cersei that way. I mean,
1: he's he's trying to deflect from the fact that they're questioning him about it, but he's also mm-hmm. right on the fact he that, right. that yeah, she he, saved them. Yeah. Without without her, they'd be fucked.
0: Like we said, and thing is, a lot a lot of fans and people pointed out Sansa had the only <laughs> dragon glass weapon in the crypts, and sat back and let all her people die. While Danny was catching bodies on the battlefield with her dragon,
1: fell off and was still catching bodies. Picked up another blade and just started just slashing down. So, I mean, she let Jory get slashed too, but she she, Arya, she tried.
0: Arya can throw shade, but she hasn't.
1: Sansa has no yeah. no room to throw shade. Sansa's just, so, Sansa just out here just um, talking shit.
0: And then they very you know,
1: reminiscent of what Cersei does. Cersei a lot of times is just out here talking shit and talking about how she wants to do this and that, but she herself never personally does it she yeah. always has someone else does her shit for her
0: you know like like she doesn't do what ned says the man who passes yeah. passes
1: the sentence should swing the sword
0: um but whatever um Arya and they kind of go back and forth and john says you know if you only trust the people you grew up with you won't have many allies in fact Arya says you know i'm
1: cool with that i don't need many allies we're family which for Arya's point of view I get that because she is the assassin, of, so she's the ninja of yeah. the family. So it's not like she, she really doesn't needs, need to do any political yeah, shit. She, she doesn't need it. all. You just need to stab this person over, the heart. Yeah, but for everybody else who is actually trying to like live normal lives, and especially <laughs> right? for no. Sansa as the lady of Winterfell trying to lead people, you you need allies. Yeah, because
0: I can't just have you just sneaking up on people and just cutting their faces off. Yeah, Santa. or right.
1: Right.
0: Um, And then you know, John says, you know, I got something to tell you guys, and. He prompts, he swears in front of the heart tree. You got to keep it a secret. And immediately, immediately, when Sansa says, well, how can I keep a secret if I don't know what it is? Well, bitch,
1: by not telling nobody. That's how. And you know what that meant? That <laughs> don't tell her. Homegirl's going to snitch. And like, don't don't tell her shit because she going to tell everybody.
0: Go, yeah. she. Anyways, Arya's like, fuck it, bro. I got your back.
1: Yeah, I, Arya's not um, going to tell because Arya, Arya's a true G like that. She she, she, she gave her, she she, said she was, she swore you ain't gonna tell him nobody.
0: And Bran, Bran, or Jon looks at Bran. He says, "Short choice, bro." And he's like, "All right, all right." Bran, you tell him. You tell him. <laughs> <laughs> and Bran just looks at both of them like, "Wait, wait, what? wait, wait, what?" <laughs> and obviously, you know,
1: they, they tell be, each other. So, um, and then immediately cuts the Sansa on the, uh, on, the ba- on the on the battlements, moment. like watching a uh, watching Daenerys fly. No, away. actually, that's not the next scene. The
0: next scene is actually. The Tyrion jamie Braun scene. Oh yeah, you're right. Sorry. So you're right. this for me was a weird scene. Uh, I like the scene just because I love it. Whenever what's the actor's name? Jerome Flynn. Whenever he is on screen, he always has some funny shit to say. Um, he's always I, he's a, he's an A one Game of Thrones character yeah, for, for me. Yeah, for sure. Um, but how did you feel about the scene, Alex? Because you know we do get two solid lines from from Bron that I actually want to touch on, but other than that. I believe there's no reason that both Lannister boys should have left left that room alive.
1: Well, like, what was the point of having him in if not to kill at least one of them? The uh, that's the only thing that I can that I can even possibly try to like defend it anyway is that maybe those two are his two closest friends, and even though he would, if need be, kill both of them mm-hmm. to get his money, he doesn't want to. So that's the only reason why he didn't kill both of them even well, though he well, said himself well, that he only needs so one of them
0: what i wanted to touch on is that all right so he got paid and got river run to kill if not both at least one of the lannister brothers obviously he didn't kill Tyrion because because she, you know, she, sees, she him sees him <laughs> at, and, at the, the red, final at, scene, at the yeah. red to keep but let's say jamie gets down there and she sees him all right sick now you don't get river run and if they die and if Tyrion's side dies, you don't get river run either that way, and then most likely you're still not going to get high garden anyway because you yeah. didn't kill one of them. Yeah, like, you exactly. Know what I mean? So, so you're, was, yeah, you're kind of fucked. That was honestly a little yeah. bit of a, a pointless scene for me if if you didn't kill one of the brothers. Um, um one thing I did want to point maybe out maybe he just
1: he's for, just for sure betting on the fact that Daenerys yeah, going to win and he's going to get high garden. Oh. That's why he didn't. I then, feel like if 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 they didn't offer anything better than than river run, ha- I would have thought that he, I honestly, he honestly thought he was going
0: to offer from Castle Rock. That's what I thought. Cause it's still, it still has, it's still a Maybe beautiful th- castle, and it yeah. still has very fertile lands. And Maybe a bunch Tyrion of, still thinks he can, he um, can
1: somehow get Castly right. But, but the
0: back and forth between the three right here was really cool. He says, uh, or Jamie says, a cutthroat will never be lord of the Reach. And Bronn says, who are your ancestors? Fancy, le- fancy lads in silk. They were fucking cutthroats. That's how all the great houses started, with a hard bastard who was good at killing people. Kill a few hundred, they make you a lord. Kill a
1: few thousand, they make you a king, and I was like, bars, <laughs> which is true, absolute bars. Because if you think about it, spe- speaking specifically about the Lannisters, how did they get? How did they get right. Rock? Land the clever. He he swindled them out of. He swindled the, swindled the Castleys out, out of, of their Casterly. own fucking castle.
0: Or, yeah, out of Castle Rock.
1: Like this was a hard bastard <laughs> who was good at killing people and swindled the fuck out of a, a high lord's castle. So just just some dude. That's crazy.
0: That's like that's the one takeaway I wanted from that scene cuz that when he said that I was like Damn. I thought he was going to
1: drop I thought he was going to drop a Lanth Clever too for a second. I, I thought I yeah. thought he was about to.
0: Like but like I said just the only re- only I like the scene just for that line but one of one of them had to die there. Um like I guess it's, it's like he even but, said he even says I only need one of the Lannister guys man alive. So why not fucking pull the trigger, dude? I don't know.
1: As I saying, I feel like he would have if if he was not given the option of high garden, then he was one hundred percent. Right, that
0: intrigued the fuck out of him. Yeah, because as it should, because that yeah, castle cause was huge. If he gets high garden,
1: he's now what the third richest. He's probably the first richest lord. Yeah, yeah, especially at, at the, the, the mind of Castle of Rock have run dry. So yeah, he's he has all the, he pretty much has yeah. all the financial power. In pretty much,
0: other than probably. Um, I don't know. The I mean, Mandolus are also a very
1: rich house that is under yeah, in but, White Harbor, but yeah, but they're in the north. So I um, mean, oh, yeah. But, sorry, aside from maybe the Starks, just, just simply on the fact that they they are the the lords of the largest part of the country. Oh, yeah, I mean Highgarden would make him at the probably, very worst, other than Highgarden, maybe River Run. But then again, I wouldn't want I wouldn't want River Run
0: because that place becomes a absolute shithole if yes, there's any during wartime. Yeah, so at the very worst gets
1: Highgarden. He's the... At the very worst, the third richest person mm-hmm. in the country. So bad. the the next scene, uh, yeah, not bad for a cutthroat. <laughs> no, right? not at all. Uh, um,
0: so the next scene, we get Ari and the Hound team up. Um, and a lot of people weren't fucking with this 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 meetup either. Like, you know, like why she mm-hmm.
1: left. And yeah, because the scene before, she's talking about we're family. Like, we need to. Like, we're the last of the Starks. And then the next time we see the her, reason
0: I took away, she took she dipped out because she realized, holy shit, John's not my brother. Maybe my family, like what I know as family, isn't real. Fuck it, I'm out. That's what I took it at. Like she was just that heartbroken from getting the fact that Jon really wasn't her immediate family.
1: Maybe, but also at the same time, Arya wasn't gonna stay in Winterfell forever anyway because she she just turned down Gendry. So it's not like she was. Gonna I, stay I in think Winterfell. she would have
0: stayed in Winterfell to help protect her family. But when she found when she got that when she found out that her family's been alive pretty much this whole time, I think she was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna go down to King's Landing."
1: But. I, True. But also, remember, um, the mountain and Cersei are on her list. And she, and, she, yeah, and I, she I was, needs to bring up. That. She needs to do something. To either they get killed some way, or she's going to try to put in some effort to kill herself. So, so. this
0: actually you know, ties in nicely, kind of works with the theory that I had in our uh, couple, or at least maybe one of our first podcasts. It was uh, the theory that Arya will attempt to kill Cersei. Maybe take Tyrion's face or Jaime's face. I, I said maybe I don't know, um, and we'll try to strangle. Well, they're both there. Yeah, so I'm, so. that's what I'm saying. It could it could work. One of their faces. She strangles Cersei. Strangles Cersei, um, and then while she's about to die, she rips the face off. We see it's Arya, and then the mountain somehow maybe knocks Arya away, injures him, but before she before he does the killing, slices low, her in half. Probably, oh he probably does, be, Ooh, that would be
1: oh that would been gnarly e- either way <laughs> at that point that's when we get clegane bowl because that's the reason why he's dipping out obviously to go fuck his brother up yo how fucked up would that be if Arya is on top of cersei choking her out about to kill her and then takes her face off the reveal that it's her and then the mountain just comes up right before the light the final bits of life come out of cersei and he just cuts Arya in half and then the hound is sitting there watching this. The whole like he he comes into the room and watches it, like right as it happens, and then goes into a, his, his own berserker mode. and They go and, like, like, you said, um, the mound or the mound, <laughs> the mountain, <laughs> and Cersei are still on her list. And so far,
0: everybody who's been on that list is dead. Yeah, pretty much. Even Beric and she he was on mm-hmm. the list at one point. Now he's dead. So, so is Melisandre. Now she's dead. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Sir Ellen Payne. I don't know. Is Sir Ellen Payne still alive? You know what. Hmm. he he probably is i know the actor the, had yeah. like
0: had cancer
1: and i yeah, think he, survived yeah. cancer yeah, he as had, well like, he like survived terminal cancer yeah that's he, crazy that's some superhuman shit yeah. right there that's crazy hey, yeah let's pour. yeah let's give like, a, yeah, yeah, can, we, a can, we, can we can we give a, a, a shout out to this dude golf class
0: like, for uh, certain like, man. i don't know
1: i don't know the name the actor. I, I think name, I, I think i think it was wilco johnson i think I'm, how do you know uh, that <laughs> i just remember hearing it that's crazy um but yeah, um, so like, I feel like the character of Ellen Payne is probably you know, he's probably dead, honestly. He probably he probably got he's probably got caught up in a mob somewhere. What's well, uh, and, and and got killed. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, I've seen with the actual actor. Yeah. Like, Dang, don't say that, man. <laughs> um <laughs> and plus like and plus we do get the line from Alessandra, the green eyes line, which everybody immediately has seen and, Oh, right.
1: Cersei, because she has green eyes. Yeah, but, but then again, I mean Arya's killed a bunch of people who've had a bunch of different eye colors. So. Yeah, also
0: <laughs> facts. So um anyway, so, so
1: Sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen, we got a little bit long-winded there and ended up having to cut this episode into two parts, but don't worry, we'll be right back with part two of Murphy's
0: Law.